the fucking intro. This is Dustin. And this is Eric. And this is SLC Punkcast. Thanks again for joining. This is episode 121. Uh, as things do, they continue to count up, so we're, we're mm-hmm. one past where we were last week. That's a nice <laughs> symmetrical number. One, two, one. <laughs> one, two, one. Uh, you know, thank you for joining. This is your first time. We are a punk rock review, reviewing and critiquing all genres and subgenres of punk music. Thank you again, Eric. There's a ton of new stuff. It's a huge list. Might have been the biggest list I think I've ever compiled. This is the biggest list I've seen. So, yeah. Uh, Very well could be. Almost took up a whole page. I know. It's it's huge. I'm really going to jump right in. So, Starts. It's on Contra Records. They put out We Win, We Lose, We Stay Together, October 7th. Summer of Blood put out Little Robot. It's a single. October 9th. We played them not too long ago. Grade 2. It's a really good album. I've already heard a lot of it. Graveyard Island is the name of it. October 11th. That was last Friday. The follow-ups, Don't Like You Either. That was last week on Friday. We played a track from that. Awesome. Love that band. They've been on the show. Never Ending Game, Just Another Day. That was October 11th. Can't Swim with Foreign Language, October 11th. Low Blow with The Death of Distraction. It's a single. October 11th, Vacant State with Collection, 2009 through 2014. That was October 12th. That's all their stuff between that window. All put together in one. Go look, uh, look it up on the Bandcamp page. Most of these are available on the band's Bandcamp pages. Next up, we have The Dead President with Burning Like a Candle single. Love that band. Cool ska band from Russia. That came out October 13th. There's a ton of singles on this list. Uh, and a bunch of these singles are pre-release or, um, you know, a single ahead of the forthcoming album or EP. So be on the lookout for some of these that are announced as singles. Moontooth with Crux, October 14th. All the Rage with Loser Single, uh, October 15th. Concrete Bollocks with Disasters of War. It's an EP, October 15th. Divided with World, uh, your sorry, World You're Living in, October 15th. Eight Degrees Six Crew. I don't know if I got that right. Maybe it's 806, but it's a degree symbol. They're from over there in France. Uh, Green and White Ska. It's an EP. Listen to it if you like that. Uh, older ska sound definitely check it out it's pretty awesome that was the 16th which is today uh oi l'album volume 2 or 2 right that's an lp that's volume released <laughs> uh via un v pour rien vinyl so uvpr if you're familiar with that record label uh great label over there in france a bunch of great french bands uh, I listened to about half of it when I had a chance earlier today. It's awesome. Definitely get it. You can get both of those on the vinyl through UVPR uh, October 16th. If you want the digital, go to the UVPR Bandcamp. You can find them there. 210. They're also from Russia. They released the single In the Eyes of Hungry Dogs. That's October 17th. If you're into music that relates to... Uh, anti-law enforcement, anti-locking people up, and anti-warehousing people. Go check that band out. It's a great single. Refused, War of Music, they're releasing that October 18th. Booze and Glory with Hurricane October 18th. Detoxy with First Flesh October 18th. Deye, they're doing a split with Grays. We just played them, Deye anyway. 
did that on purpose if you couldn't tell. <laughs> day A, anyway. October 18th, The Blamed with The Church is Hurting People. On October 18th, Take Offense with Keep an Eye Out. October 18th, The Muffs with No Holiday. Rest in peace there. Mm-hmm. October 18th, uh, busy day October 18th, a lot of releases. And then the next day, South Class Veterans with Hell to Pay October 19th. Nagon Boys with Repulsive and Deadly October 19th. Nowhere Bound with Morning Glory October 25th. The Casualties with Until Death Studio Sessions October 25th. That's a bunch of re-recordings, going back and re-recording a bunch of great stuff. Check it out. I've already saw what it's going to be. haven't heard the tracks yet, but definitely looking forward to it. Spiral Heads with the self-titled Spiral Heads EP October 25th. Process Black with Countdown Failure, October 25th. Raygun Cowboys with Bloodied But Unbroken, October 25th. The Restarts with Uprising, October 25th. Territories Quit the City, single, two tracks there. Forthcoming album, October 25th. Same with The Drowns, The Hold Fast and Demons, single, October 25th. Uh, The other track on that Territories is Defender. All four tracks, two from each of those bands on those respective singles. Both coming out October 25th on Pirates Press. Both great. Going to see both those bands perform those songs this weekend. And it looks like I put the restarts on there twice. Maybe because I <laughs> wanted to talk about it again. Uh, Uprising, I've already heard that two to three times through. It is pretty awesome. Uh, we'll definitely be playing that on an upcoming show. If you, we missed anything, and I always do, but this time I probably missed a lot less. Let me know. Let yeah. us know. We'll get it added on. We'll check it out. Given the length of this list, I doubt you missed anything. <laughs> but you never know. <laughs> Eric, I did plenty of talking there. Tell me about any of these you're looking forward to. Well, I can tell you that Concrete Bollocks EP is a banger. It is like... It's that fine line of old school punk and hardcore. UK82 meets some very hate breed style rough edge type shit. Awesome. And I loved it. I thought it was just a. I thought it was just flawless from start to finish. Perfect. Um, I'm very interested to see with that new Muffs album and that new Casualties record. Uh, both having to do with their singers. The Muffs, obviously Kim Shatuk, uh, I believe that's how you pronounce her name. I think so too. Passed away just last week. It was a blow to the music scene, and I had no idea that they had new material on the way. So. I went back through, and they posted October 2nd, I think, is the day that they posted. So either that day or maybe the day before she passed away officially, and it was from ALS. We're going to get to more of that later in the show. But just a day or days before, they were posting about, you know, the new single and the next single and stuff coming off of the new – this new album so yeah they've been anticipating it for at least uh you know a couple weeks before she passed away yeah so it must be a posthumous release then yeah yeah and also that uh casualties one i understand that they're going back and recording uh old songs with their uh new singer dave rodriguez yep excuse me and i've seen uh i've seen the casualties twice now with dave and honestly he is a Killer singer for the casualties. A really Absolutely. very great pick. You know, I've like felt like a whole new energy coming from that guy singing those songs. So yeah, he's amazing. So I'm interested to, see, and I liked the new album that they put out. I thought it was uh, written in blood. Very yeah, good. Much better than the last two casualties records that came out. You know, I think it was like resistance and uh, I don't even remember the other, t- <laughs> the other title, but it was, but yeah. I like to see how he does on the old songs in the studio because we've heard him live and I liked him. So let's see how it happens. Excellent. 
Well, that's a bunch of new stuff. Uh, again, let us know if you missed something. Let's actually play some music now, right? I've talked enough. Right. <laughs> we're, we're a few minutes into the show, so let's uh, let's get into some music. So we're going to do some new tracks. This is Into the Future right here, right? The official release for this three-track single, as it's listed, but it's a you know EP single, whatever, yep. <laughs> is December 6th. So what do you got? What's your pick? I got the new Cro-Mags single. Well... One song from the single. It's going to be part of a three-song EP, and the track, it was just released digitally, and it's called From the Grave. And what's interesting about this song, it actually features the late Motorhead guitarist Phil Campbell. Right. And he was on a lot of the classic Motorhead albums, including the Ace of Spades, so you can thank him for that. And listening to this song, I mean, Cro-Mags, Harley Flanagan in particular, was... Hugely influenced by Lemmy in his bass style and in the Cro-Mags music. The Cro-Mags, to me, was like a mixture of the Bad Brains, Black Sabbath, and Motorhead. Awesome. It was just all that in one picture. So, And this is just basically his tribute to Motorhead, pretty much. It sounds exactly like that old-school uh, pre-speed metal type stuff. And it's just a banger from start to finish. And I also actually enjoyed Harley's vocals on this better than the... Uh, the one that was released earlier this year, that three-song album. I mean, I've never been a fan of Harley's vocals for most of the Cro-Mags career, but this one it was actually not bad. Okay. I actually was able to get through it because he's got a he's got a drowl about him in this song. That's just it's like he growls and it's incredible. Well, let's <laughs> hear it. It's Cro-Mags from the grave.
Yes, that's Cro-Mags. On this episode, we are going to be all over the place with music. This (laughs) next one, uh, I'm going to talk about here in a moment, but we are everywhere. We are, sometimes there's a, a cohesive idea maybe with the tracks. Sometimes maybe they go more together as far as styles go. But like I said at the top of the show, all genres and subgenres of punk we're on here and this episode in particular is going to have a variety so with that segue there we're going to do some acoustic punk with the band (laughs) uh five cent psychiatrist they were on episode 73.5 it's our second time our second episode of doing acoustic so acoustic part two that was last year november 16th 2018 the band's from jacksonville florida this is their new one eight songs came out September 29th. This track's called See You Next Tuesday. Yes, I enjoy a variety 
a variety, as they say, right? Spice of life. <laughs> Those guys do it, man, with uh, acoustic punk. It's pretty awesome. Love Five Cent Psychiatrist. Glad they put out some new stuff. There's eight songs. That's the name of the album. So there's seven more to go listen to. Go find them on their uh, Bandcamp. You can find them on Facebook, too. But go find their Bandcamp. You can check out the other seven songs there. And go back and check out that episode if you want to hear a bunch of other bands playing acoustic music along with a handful of tracks from Five Cent Psychiatrist. What do you think, you acoustic punk guy? Uh, not entirely. In <laughs> fact, I re- I was talking about these guys a couple episodes back that they were, a f- they were one of the few that actually surprised me, mainly on writing on their humor, right? <laughs> you know, because acoustic punk like this, like if it didn't have that sense of humor, I probably wouldn't give it a second listen. But these guys have a very tongue-in-cheek personification in their lyrics. I mean, the song, See You Next Tuesday, we all know what that stands for. Right. <laughs> <laughs> but they have a lot of funny lyrics, a lot of funny songs. One in which, I forget the title, but they're calling out like all the metalheads. <laughs> Just <laughs> say, yeah, you like this band, but I like this band, so it doesn't really matter. Right. They're, yeah, it was a fun album, eight songs, you know. Not a lot to listen to, but it definitely was like a substance thing. There was a lot of fun stuff in there. Well, Lycanthropy was the album previous, and so if you can't get enough on just that eight songs, go check out that, and they got other uh, tracks before that even. So check out Five Cent Psychiatrist out of Jacksonville, Florida. Let's jump into one more new track. And, man, we're, we get pretty cutting edge sometimes. Uh, the great guys over at Horn & Hoof Records there over in Manchester – uh sharing out some of their new stuff that's coming out and i've been listening to this album tio rico so i wanted to play a new track and fuck i was going to put it on today's episode i'm trying to figure out like oh man it's not quite released but guess what they sent me a track today so we're going to listen to the track don't tell me to smile it's off the upcoming album comes out november 22nd so you're gonna have to wait a while but you can go to the Bandcamp page for horn and hoof uh for tio rico go find them uh, the album's called Shit Show Pony, and this is the track Don't Tell Me to Smile. Okay, I'll tell you to frown. <laughs>
All right, it's Tio Rico. It's going to be off the forthcoming album, Shit Show Pony. They're doing an album release party on November 23rd. The album technically releases on the 22nd, but on November 23rd, they're in Stockport at Blossom Stockport. You can go to the album release. Then a month later, on December 28th, they'll be at the same venue doing the Horn and Hoof Christmas special. So go check out Tio Rico there. Support great labels like Horn and Hoof. They're awesome. Uh, if you're not familiar with Tio Rico, they are. They also have a grunge sound. So if you hear some of the songs we played, New Speak, and shit, there's another one that was released as a single, Unfledged, that's what it was, uh, that are both going to be on this upcoming album. They've released the singles over the past year, and they definitely, some of the other tracks have more of a grunge sound. It's really cool. I like the kind of throwback in the sound. But this one obviously yeah. sounds, you know, more of a, a, a punk sound, less grunge, at least in my opinion. Yeah, a bit more of a groove to it. Right. <laughs> Uh, really cool one. That's uh, Don't Tell Me to Smile Again. Uh, look out for it. November 22nd, if you're over there, wherever Stockport is, I imagine it's somewhere near Manchester, but I am not good with my geography over there in the UK. <laughs> uh, go check out the shows that are going to be there November 23rd and December 28th. Speaking of uh, supporting great labels, Pirates Press, they're doing their Rock the Ship this weekend. I'm flying out tomorrow. I'm going to be there this weekend. So anybody that's going to be there, come say hi. I'm going to go enjoy another great label putting on great shows uh, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday evenings, and then shit most of the day on Saturday. Seven bands on the aircraft carrier. It's going to be awesome. Oh, boy. You better you better be repping out there. Right? <laughs> <laughs> All right. Let's play some older or maybe lesser known. Depends on your point of view. Uh, tracks. So first up, Eric. I picked one song from the debut album from The Muffs. As we were talking about earlier, uh, Kim Shetuk passed away October 2nd from ALS, uh, more commonly known as Luke Gehrig's disease. And quite a blow. I had right. no idea that was happening. I didn't either. You know, it was like, you know, and it took everybody by surprise. I remember everyone on social media posting stuff about The Muffs and just expressing their grief and their love for the band and for Kim and her voice and her lyrics and everything. Right. And I went back and I hadn't been like an avid listener of the Muffs outside of like the first two albums. Uh, but I always appreciated uh, Kim Shattuck because her vocals were really, uh, really cutting edge, especially for her time. Like I can listen to Kim and I can honestly say like, yeah, if it weren't for her, we probably wouldn't have the Brody Dallies or the Amy Interrupters of today. Sure. <clears throat> Just laying down that lane for uh, female punk rock singers. And you can hear it in their voices, too. It all comes back to that sound that she kind of solidified. Because it, it was California punk rock. You know, Sal Cal had that three-part harmony vibe to it. And she was singing along very well. And then every once in a while, she would just get... <laughs> um, her voice would crack intentionally, just like... <laughs> And it just added to that aggression. It sounded like something was very pent up, and it was just boiling and boiling, and then came right out of her. So it's just very – for me, those vocals were always interesting, and I always found them enjoyable. And it was very uh, fortunate to see the Muffs uh, perform. I saw them once in 2015. They were playing punk rock bowling. And it was the middle of the day, so a very sparse crowd. You know, And in a club, it would have been a great show, but since it was a festival, it was very – uh, it was shotgun. We'll say right. that. <laughs> Just a lot of people and a lot of space in between them. But it didn't defer them from putting on a great show. Kim was just so wild on stage. She was dancing. She was like moving back and forth. And in between songs, she was w- cracking wise and just making everybody laugh. 
And uh, one memorable thing about that show, Brian Priedis from Pears, actually right after Pears performed, the Muffs came after them. He came out on stage, took the mic, and brought his girlfriend out saying, the, the reason I listen to the Muffs is because my girlfriend here introduced me to them. And I can think of no other place to do this. And he proceeded to propose to her on stage. Awesome. And I was like, oh, that is uh, that is a great memory right there. I mean, that show changed a lot of things for pairs because obviously Brian got uh, engaged to his then girlfriend, now wife. They are married, and that was when pairs got signed. Awesome. And I should keep it focused. Back to the Muffs. <laughs> that <laughs> happened on stage at the Muffs, and they were they were cheering. They were like, "Good job, Brian. Your girlfriend has great taste in music." Obviously. <laughs> so. Yeah, I'm really bummed I won't get to see another Muff show, especially one in full force like I was hoping. Because right. for a three-piece, they look like they output a lot of energy. Absolutely. Well, this track so. right here, like you said, from the debut, the self-titled The Muffs, came out May 7th, 93. They've been a band since, I think, 92. Mm-hmm. Long time. Kim Young, she looked young, too. I mean, she was only like right around 50, give or take a couple years, something like that. Yeah. She was a short one, just like, and a buck 40. Yeah. Just so just tiny. But she has such a powerful voice coming out of her. They uh, they had a new video, or a newer video anyway. I just watched that the other day, too. It's pretty cool. So go check it out. But this instance, we are playing which song? We are playing, fittingly enough, Saying Goodbye. Although this is a song that kind of deals more about relationships. But for the aesthetic purposes, we just wanted to say goodbye to Kim. <laughs> saying goodbye saying we will miss you kim we were lucky guys to have known you (laughs) 
people listen to the first Muffs record, you will get that pun. <laughs> All right, we're going to play uh, something uh, not as much festive, but it's October, and they're from Salem, Massachusetts, one of the top two, or maybe the top, depending on who you ask, Halloween cities in the country. There's it's some right. witch city rockers here. Right up there with uh, Roanoke. <laughs> <laughs> this is the Von Traps. We've played the Von Tramps. They're out of Minnesota. We've played the Von Tramps on the show. This is the Von Traps out of Salem, Massachusetts. They released this single November 21st, 2018. It's called Sound the Alarm. And again, these are some witch city rockers.
Sound the alarm from the Von Traps out of Salem, Massachusetts. That had some power to it. Right? <laughs> Just kicking your ass all over the place. Uh, cool band. I'm glad they reached out. Plus, uh, also their friends, uh, friends of the show with Bricks and Mortar. Turned me on to them back when I was talking with the Bricks and Mortar guys. Back uh, when I did the interview back in March with Troy and then saw the guys at the Northeast Oi Fest. So awesome. Been waiting to play them. Got so many bands still on so many episodes that have reached out and other stuff that's been sent our way. And just so you know, we get to all of that stuff. And we're going to be getting to more coming up. But we're going to talk about a band who's touring. According to their Facebook page, they had a flyer. So for their fall 2019 tour, it's just about over. I'll quickly go over some of the dates that were there. In case you uh, had the chance to see them, they they did play. This is the Distillers. They played in Colorado, Greenwood Village, Colorado, September 7th. Boise, Idaho on the 9th. Spokane, Washington, the 10th. September 11th, they were in Vancouver, B.C. Auburn, Washington on the 14th. Philadelphia on October 7th. So they jumped ahead uh, quite a bit, a bit of a gap there. And then yeah, that was in Philly on the 8th, Pittsburgh. On the 11th, Minneapolis, Des Moines on the 12th, St. Louis the 13th, Houston the 15th, Austin is today. Uh, tomorrow they'll be in Dallas. Then they're going to be here in Salt Lake City, so we're kind of towards the tail end of their tour. Uh, at the Union Event Center, most of their shows are with the Death Valley Girls, including the one here in Salt Lake City at the Union Event Center. Uh, I see something that shows their San Francisco show on, on Tuesday the 22nd is canceled. Uh, you might want to double-check that if you don't already know. And they also have a Santa Cruz show slated for the 23rd next week and on the 24th, Ventura, California. Band wasn't a band for a while, but got back together. So cool. Like the Distillers. Listened to them a long time ago. Excited that they were coming. Unfortunately, like I said just a little bit ago, I will be in California watching some other bands play. I will not be here. <laughs> Are you going by any chance? I'm not. I'm still penny pinching with uh, some of the shows. Yeah, you went to two last week. What did you go see? I went to go see Stiff Little Fingers last uh, Friday, and those tickets were given to me by a good friend of mine. You know him. It's yeah. Josh Leland. <laughs> yeah, I saw when he posted that, and unfortunately I had something else, so I didn't want to take the tickets on the chance I could go. Mm-hmm. Just that, you know what, he's got tickets to give out, give them to people who can be there, for yes. sure. And it was a it was a fun show. Like, I mainly went there to hear Inflammable Material in its entirety live. Awesome. Uh, but they warmed up the show with a couple of uh, other songs, you know, like Strummerville, Nobody's Heroes, including a new one they did from their uh, uh, the latest albums. I think it was called, I can't remember what the album was called, but the song was My Dark Places. Okay. And, it was, and uh, the singer was actually opening up to people saying, this is the first song he wrote about his uh, struggles with uh, dark thoughts, depression, and okay. stuff like that. And I encourage other people to open up about it as well. Cool. Especially, it's good especially males. Right. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but Inflammable Material was a lot of fun. That album is one of my favorite old British punk songs, <laughs> punk albums of that entire era. I think it's got a lot of energy to it. And those guys, they still bring it for being like old guys. They in still, their 60s at least. In their 60s. I think they're pushing 70. Probably. Most of them. You know, haven't haven't changed out quite a few members over the years, especially in the drum and uh, rhythm guitar department. But the lead singer and uh, lead guitarist is still at the helm, and he's still he's still bringing his A game, as far That's as awesome. I'm concerned. And yes, last night uh, also scored a, a few free tickets to a show, and that was Guar. Awesome. 
Awesome. We played them just a couple weeks ago as well for yep. the Halloween episode. Yep. And I was debating whether or not I was going to afford to go, and these tickets dropped onto me, I think courtesy of Slug Magazine. Awesome. They actually had a suite reserved up there, and was and they reached out to me saying, do you want these tickets? We got about four of them. Yes. So me, my girlfriend, and two other of my friends are going to go, and we're going to have a fun time at Guar. And That's awesome. had a fun time we did. I got splattered <laughs> with so much juice. I'm, it hasn't even completely washed off my hands. It's still under my fingernails and whatnot. Well, if you've missed out, Eric writes for Slug. And if you're in or around Salt Lake City anywhere, you should be checking out Slug Mag. But uh, even if you're not, a lot of other stuff that's still relevant, especially when it comes to the music, uh, that's not specific to just Salt Lake City. And even, uh, mm-hmm. you know, check out some of the local bands, just like uh, uh, other people check out the scenes from other places. You, you never know what you're missing. A lot of bands have day-to-day jobs. They don't have the time to, mm-hmm. you know, tour the world, tour the country, and you'll never find out what your next favorite band might be if you don't. Yep. But that's what we do here. We bring a lot of those bands out to you. Yes, we do. <laughs> Enough talking. Let's do some uh, Seneca Falls from uh, Sing Sing Death House. This, they released this June 6th of 2002. This is The Distillers. Yes.
That's the distillers. You mentioned uh, Brody Dally yep. a little bit earlier as an inspiration from the muffs. Yep, you can hear the you can hear the similarities. Yes. The only thing is Brody's a little bit more uh, gravelly than uh, Kim is. Sure. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that's, uh, that's because she's uh, uh, she was modeling herself after uh, Courtney Love's vocals. Oh, gotcha. That's what I understood. That makes sense. Yeah. You definitely hear it in songs like uh, The Hunger. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah. Well, let's play a couple great cover-to-cover albums before we do some metal tracks here. Uh, yes, what do you got? Who'd you pick? Well, I picked Austria's Finest, the band called The Forum Walters. And I've loved this band ever since I saw them live in 2013. They played a Caffeino Coffee in uh, South Salt Lake when they were still allowing shows to happen there. Wow. Yeah, one of the first shows I've ever seen there. And as soon as I saw their live show, I instantly fell in love with them. Their energy was just on point. They really, they really got into the audience and just made sure everyone was having a good time. And afterwards, they were just smiling with everybody, talking with everyone, and just... And just being really sweet people. And that's what they were. And I bought their album, this one, Lederhosen Punk. You know, <laughs> the Lederhosen are those uh, classic German pants. Okay. <laughs> the uh, coveralls that turn into shorts, pretty much. <laughs> so you think of like a Oktoberfest clothes, that's what a Lederhosen is. And these guys, they come from like a... They come from uh, mountains in the... You know, in that Alps region. Okay. And, you know, when they got down into the city, when they grew up, they started getting into punk rock, and they were like, oh, let's start a, forming a band. <laughs> and they had a couple other albums released uh, uh, in their time, but this one, their sophomore release, I believe it is, is probably, probably the best one. Awesome. And every song on here is a banger. It was really hard to just uh, choose two. <laughs> <laughs> But I chose the uh, the first track alone because it shows a lot of their uh, their back and forth vocals. They got uh, two male singers and one female singer. Wow. Yep. A lot of back and forth there. Oh, back yeah. and forth and so forth. Yeah, just a great. I feel like it best <laughs> represents their sound, best represents their energy. And, I mean, I, I've talked it up enough. I think we should play it. <laughs>
They've been a band since 2006. Yeah, I was not aware of the longevity of their career. Right? <laughs> They've been around. Yeah. Uh, they, they have some releases on paper and plastic here in the U.S. Uh, Europe, it's released on somewhere else. But I always like to throw out the, the labels that support us and that uh, I enjoy supporting. So that's cool that they're, they're part of that record label. Uh, were as far as i know they're not a band anymore <laughs> oh well there you go were uh they have some releases uh, i don't know if this specific release was there but uh, i'm gonna throw it out anyway you can find something there from lederhosen punk i mean uh from forum walters <laughs> lederhosen punk's the name of the album we have one more track this was released june 12th or june of 2012 yes this is the song robin hood you know, just goes to show that no matter what country you're from, you'll if as long as you're working class, you'll still find your struggles. Yep. <laughs> The machine of government is of such a nature that it requires you to be the agent of injustice to another. Then, I say, break the law. Disobedience is the true foundation of liberty. The obedience must be slaves. Vienna. Oh, yeah. You never know. Oops, wrong button. You got to cut me out? <laughs> never know when uh, when and where punk rock's going to come out of. Right? So, yeah. A lot of great albums. I haven't heard a release from them that I was disappointed by, but Later Hosen Punk is my absolute favorite album. I think it's <laughs> a great place to start. If you uh, like what you hear, go and, go and seek them out. They're on 
they're on all streaming websites. Yeah, you can find them. They're easy to find. And, uh, you know, it's too bad if they're not making more stuff. But what they did put out, fantastic. Uh, yes. I liked it. Good, good pick. This band right here is another band not from the U.S., and it just goes to show that, you know, the last band did sing in English, but, you know, punk music and music in general is its own universal language, right? Mm -hmm. This band is from Sao Paulo, Brazil, and they, uh, their, their music is in Portuguese, uh, Opreco or Opresho, and uh, I'm going to get Google Translate to help me out with this. Opreço. There you go. That's Opreço. how you say Yes. <laughs> Translates, for all of you that wants to know the, the translation, translates to The Price. And the name of the album is The Price. And we're going to play two tracks. First track translates to uh, Human Stupidity. And if you want to know uh, Estupide Humana. Estupidez Humana. Estupidez Humana. All right. Uh, the album just came out September 4th. I want to thank Marcos of Comandante Records for sending a copy of the vinyl here. It's awesome. Looking forward to doing something else with this. Uh, that'll be coming out, well, hopefully not before too long. But anyway, got some visual effects here. Too bad you can't see it, but what you can do is you can hear it. So let's hear it right now. Yeah. Next track is Candidato Imundo. You got that? Candidato Mundo. Translates to Filthy Candidate. Yeah. 
Yes, great band out of Sao Paulo, Brazil. Support them. Go check it out. They have their own Bandcamp page. Again, it's pronounced. Oh, hold o on. One second. There you go. O preço. There you go. O preço. The C with a little swirl underneath it. That's yes. a, it's the soft C sound. All right. Well, again, it translates to the price, but that's not what they're called. They're called. O preço. There we are. So uh, the price is a pretty cool name. It is. It is cool. Uh, it's a great album. Go go get it. You can go to Comandante Records. Go hit up Marcos. He sent this to me, and he's sending me a copy of One Voice, Tradition Not Trend as well. That's also on that. Uh, Step 13, those guys are on that label. Bunch of great bands, bunch of great Brazilian bands as well. Go check them out. We are going to wrap this show up with a couple metal tracks, oh, as yeah. we do. Get them horns ready. So, <laughs> first up, uh, man, this is a, a thrash metal legend, right? Yeah, indeed they I don't are. know what else to say about that. Uh... uh Tell me about it. This is a long track. This is 521, so we're going to get it going right now. Tell me about your pick here. My pick is from the band Testament, one of the uh, leading innovators in Bay Area thrash. Well, actually, I shouldn't say leading, because even though they did form in 1982 under a different moniker, they were called Legacy, which became the title of their first album. They were a little late to the party, though. That album didn't come out until, like, 1986, 87. By then, like, the thrash hype was really swelling, but they did manage to get onto that popularity train. And they've been around pretty consistently since then. They switched out their members, switched up their sound a little bit. They kind of rode that line between groove metal and thrash metal in the 90s, uh, but came, in, came back really revitalized in 2012 when this album, Dark Roots of the Earth, was released. And my favorite track from this happens to be Native Blood, which is what we're playing now. And I'm also choosing this song because we had Salt Lake City had its second Indigenous Peoples Day on Monday, which is, I think, should be nation nationally accepted instead of Columbus Day. Agreed. Fuck Columbus. <laughs> right? Yeah. AKA Rape and Pillage Day. Yeah. If that's what you're going to call it. Seriously. I mean, he had really nothing to do with the discovery of the United States continent, the North American continent. It was already pretty much discovered by then. He discovered the islands. Good for him, right? But he didn't even know where he was going. But that's a whole other can of worms. I'm Obviously, I'm in favor of Indigenous Peoples Day, so that's why I chose Native Blood for this track, because Chuck Billy is native, the singer of Testament, and he wrote this song as like a kind of tribute to his lineage, to his people, and the injustices they still face to this day. Awesome. So, Native Blood. And it's a great riffage back and forth between Alex Skolnick and Eric Peterson, especially in the solos. A lot of great back and forth there. But we'll hear that when we come to it. <laughs>
That is Testament, Native Blood, off of Dark Roots of Earth. Pretty awesome. Decades of riffs right there. Right? <laughs> great band, uh, great metal band. And we got one more track. They haven't been around as long, but they've been around a while. This band is called Problems with Dragons. They're from East Hampton, Massachusetts. They've been around since 2007. And, you know, bands reach out and we play them. Traditionally, that's punk bands. But you know what? We're playing metal bands to wrap up the show. Metal's not that far off uh, of punk, and it's really in the same vein, especially as society goes, as far as I'm concerned. Oh, yes. And when metal bands reach out, too, just as problems with dragons, we check it out. And you know what? I like it. They just released their new album called Ascendant, and it was released August 23rd of this year. This track off of it is called Implant. Uh, the band is... This is a quote, parts stoner, sludge, punk, hard rock, doom, grunge, classic rock, heavy metal, and prog rock. So there's a, a variety of sounds, and on this album, I've heard this album a couple times, you definitely get it. Uh, they, are, they create a rich tapestry of different noises and riffs where it can be very hard to keep up with at times. Well, I like the challenge. <laughs> <laughs> this sounds like something I'd listen to. Cool band, this is Problems with Dragons.
that is problems or problem with dragons. So uh, new stuff. They have a Bandcamp page. Go to their Bandcamp page, and you can find that new album called Ascendant. Again, just came out in August. It's less than two months old. That track was called Implant. They're from East Hampton, Massachusetts. Eric, I think you're more of our metal expert. So what do you think? <laughs> uh, it reminded me a lot of uh, uh, Clutch's older albums, like particularly the first album. And also I was getting a Melvin's vibe from there. Cool. And, you know, Melvin's, obviously, they were one of the innovators of grunge as well as sludge metal because they had been changing their sound since the 80s. You know, they sound nothing like they do back then. Right. <laughs> but, yeah, stoner, sludge, punk, hard rock, doom, grunge, classic rock, heavy metal, and prog, they all kind of come up and they all go hand in hand when they mix together like that. Awesome. So it had a very old school Seattle 90s vibe to it. Cool. Well, they're doing the, the West Coast thing out there on the East Coast then, huh? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all right, check out Problems with Dragons. Uh, we're wrapping this shit up. That was it. That was all the music. You can find us on iTunes, Spotify, Stitcher, Google Play Music, Player FM, SLCPunkCast.com, and a myriad of other places you can find the podcast. You found us already, but if you like one of those other options, go check them out. You can find the bands on Instagram, at Real Cromags, at Five Cent Psychiatrist, that's the number five, at Tio Rico Band, at The Muffs Official, at The Underscore Vaughn Underscore Traps, at The Distillers, at The Forum Walters, at Oprecio Punk Rock, at Testament Official, and like every dude in the band has their own Instagram page on that one, and you can go <laughs> to that uh, Testament if you have particular favorites in the band or if you want to follow all their individual ones. Go to their Testament Official on Instagram, and then you can go select and find whoever uh, in the band and go follow them individually. Also, there's at Problem With Dragons. Uh, at SLC Punkcast, that's us on the show. Eric, where can we find you? Yeah, you can find me on Instagram at scaryuncle underscore Eric97. You can find my band, Suburban Hellkill and Anonymous, on there as well. At Anonymous Band Official and at Suburban Hellkill. You can also find us on Facebook, me at Eric U. Norris, or just Eric U. Norris. I'm not sure how that works when you type it in, but... You can find my bands at Anonymous Band SLC and at Suburban Hellkill. And uh, Slug Mag. Always go check out Slug Mag and Sagan's Youth, right? Indeed. We've got a couple new articles coming on there, some new stuff coming up. I'm going to start my own metal slash heavy music review page on on that through Sagan's Youth. Working on that as well. Oh, cool. And, uh, yep, Slug Mag. Got a couple articles. Uh, if you follow me on Instagram, I try to post as much as I can with some of the stuff that's coming out. And just keep an eye out for it. Awesome. We can find everybody else on Facebook at Real Cromags, at Five Cent Psychiatrist, at Tio Rico Band, at The Muffs Music, at The Von Traps, at a band called The Distillers. I don't think that's their official page, at least not run by Brody Dolly, it says, but there's nothing more official. It's got like 45,000 viewers. Really? So uh, if you want to get information on The Distillers, you can go there. At The Forum Walters, at Oppressio Punk Rock, at Testament Legions, at Problem with Dragons. Shows at SLC Punkcast. There's a lot of other places I'm sure you can find us. You can find the band, find the music. Thank you for joining. Thank you, everybody. We appreciate you taking the time. Feel free to give us feedback. Give the bands feedback. Go find the bands. A lot of these bands have Bandcamp pages. Go support them on Bandcamp. They get more of the cut that way. Any final thoughts, Eric? 
Uh, well, I wanted to go back and correct myself. At the beginning of the episode, I mentioned the guitarist Phil Campbell on the Chromax track. He was not on the Ace of Spades. He was. He came on after Fast Eddie Clark left the band. Okay, so, but he was been with the band ever since their ever since Lemmy's death in 2015, and subsequently the fall and demolition of Motorhead. Cool. Well, so I wanted to say that. When you tuned into the beginning, good thing you tuned into the end. Yes. So wanted to correct myself on that so there's no confusion. And also to make me look more professional. There you go. <laughs> and also I got a couple shows coming up. Sweet. Let's hear um, it. This Friday, I will be performing at the Beehive for Punk Rock Halloween. Me and three of my friends will be playing a cover set of the Chromags. Awesome. <laughs> yeah. Fittingly enough, I played the Chromags on the show, so I'm like, all right. Might as well advertise for that. Hell yeah, why not? Yeah, we'll be playing with a few other bands as well. Uh, local bands, Social Stigma. They will be covering uh, an early AFI set. Cool. Uh, Fight the Future will be doing an H2O set. Dad Bod will be doing a Jawbreaker set. And I'm un- as far as I understand, a cover band called Iron Priest, which was a cross between Iron Maiden and Judas Priest covers. Okay. We're playing that show, but I think they may have dropped off. Uh, so, Well, maybe they'll be there still. Maybe they'll turn change their mind. Who knows? Yeah. And it's also a two-day event. That's day one. Day two will be on Saturday. We will have bands like The Avenues playing a Less Than Jake set. Uh, one, I think an all-star band it is, doing an Avril Lavigne set. <laughs> Neat. (laughs) (laughs) A couple other bands who I can't remember the names, but they'll be doing a set of The Killers, one doing a set of Eiffel 65, and another band doing a set of The Pixies. So awesome. A lot of diverse music coming for a show called Punk Rock Halloween. (laughs) Well, if you're in or around Salt Lake City this weekend, get to that show. Yeah. The Beehive. Either $7 for one night, $10 for both nights. Shit, yeah. Yeah. $10. You have uh, activity both nights. Can't even go watch a movie by yourself for that price. Yeah, seriously. (laughs) You get to see all these uh, great bands play dress up and play some uh, classic songs. (laughs) That's awesome. And it's a fun time. It's always a fun time, even if you're just there to observe. Perfect. Well, until the next time, everybody, thank you for joining. That is all she wrote. Play the fucking outro.